0: And when the wine was failing, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what is that to me and to you? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. At the wedding feast in Cana, there is a need, and our Blessed Mother presents that need to Jesus, her son. Our Lord gives a wild answer, and in this moment, the commencement of his public ministry, Jesus is already looking ahead to his crucifixion. He knows full well where this path will lead him, and yet he steps courageously into the space that his Blessed Mother has just opened for him. Did Jesus need this prompting from his Blessed Mother in order to begin his public ministry and the path to the cross? No, There obviously, strictly speaking, there was no absolute necessity for God to redeem man in the manner that he did. However, he did choose to redeem us, as he has revealed, because he desired not simply to redeem us, but also to reveal himself to us. Mary presents a problem to her son. She opens the door for him to manifest himself in the world. God can act without our cooperation, but he desires to enter into spaces that have been prepared for him. Now, in this reflection or homily or whatever it is, I am going to begin somewhat abstractly, but then I will get into some particulars. Hopefully the abstractions will be meaningful to you, but they should at least ensure that my particular examples are better understood. Preparing the space for God to manifest himself is one aspect of true femininity. This is why the soul, a man's soul or a woman's soul, doesn't matter, is portrayed in scripture and tradition as being feminine in relation to God. Feminine in relation to God. The soul is not female, but in relation to God it is feminine because its end is to receive the life of God into itself but it must first be prepared. Becoming pregnant is the physical manifestation of the spiritual reality just described. Within a woman's womb, the possibility for life is prepared, and God manifests himself by breathing life into matter. The image of God takes flesh inside the womb, but that's only the beginning. A woman is physically a mother at the moment conception takes place inside her womb, but the spiritual reality of motherhood began much earlier, and it is an ongoing vocation to prepare her child to be a vessel into which God can continue to pour himself. Our Holy Mother, the Church, is in the midst of a crisis. It's not the first crisis in her 2,000-year history. But it is particularly painful because it seems to be a crisis not merely imposed from the outside like so many persecutions that have happened and continue to happen but rather it is a crisis of vocation because the church seemingly is being prevented from within from living out her vocation as our mother the church exists to be the vessel into which god pours himself but the faithful have largely been cut off from the ordinary means by which God's graces pass through the church to them, namely the sacraments. This is indeed a unique crisis, and it is no surprise to me, at least, no surprise no surprise to me, that faithful mothers are acutely aware of the pain of this crisis. Alas, but what to do? Do we storm the Episcopal palaces and demand the churches be reopened? That, I do not believe, is the vocation of the Mother. The Mother does not force God to manifest Himself. She invites Him, and she prepares a place for Him. In the past, in past circumstances that were akin to our own, saints like Catherine of Siena boldly wrote or spoke to priests, bishops, and even the Pope Call them to be Christ as they were ordained to be. Personally, devout mothers, my own included, have had a profound effect on my vocation. Being invited into homes to pray with and spend time with families, apart from celebrating the sacraments, has been the most meaningful aspect of my ministry. By virtue of our ordination, we priests stand in persona Christi Capitis but we still need a mother to help prepare these earthen vessels to manifest Christ. Of course, that's why devotion to our Blessed Mother is essential to the life of every priest, but I am not too proud to say that I have also been entrusted to many mothers as a spiritual son. Lastly, I have some words of encouragement. Be faithful to your vocation within your own family. Continue preparing your children to receive Christ, as I know you have been doing. You can't imagine what he will do through your faithfulness in their lives. In particular, what comes to my mind today is the need for the fortitude of Christ and his blessed mother. At the wedding feast at Cana, our Lord knew that saying yes to his mother meant beginning the path to his passion and crucifixion. Yet he boldly stepped onto that path. But remember, Mary also knew what she was asking her son. Yet she still opened the door for him. That's fortitude. That type of fortitude doesn't come out of nowhere. It must be cultivated. When I think about the need for holy courage, two of my favorite quotations come to mind. The first is from C.S. Lewis. Aslan is a lion? The lion, the great lion. Oh, said Susan. I thought he was a man. Is he quite safe? I shall feel rather nervous about meeting a lion. Safe? said Mr. Beaver. Who said anything about safe? Of course he isn't safe, but he's good. He's the king, I tell you. That's, of course, from The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. so The second quotation is from Tolkien. Gimli says, I thought Fangorn was dangerous. Dangerous, cried Gandalf, and so am I, very dangerous. More dangerous than anything you will ever meet, unless you are brought alive before the seat of the Dark Lord. And Aragorn is dangerous, and Legolas is dangerous. You are beset with dangers, Gimli, son of Glowin, for you are dangerous yourself in your own fashion. Certainly the forest of Fangorn is perilous not least to those that are too readily with their axes. And Fangorn himself, he is perilous too, yet he is wise and kindly nonetheless. Of course, that's from The Lord of the Rings. And so we're, we need to prepare spaces for growth in holy fortitude, but that's preparing those spaces is another reflection But perhaps more importantly, it's a conversation to be had with husbands and fathers. So I wish you a happy Mother's Day. Thank you for your yes to the vocation of motherhood. Blessings to you as we continue on the path to Calvary. And may our good God continue to manifest himself in your domestic churches. God bless you.